This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. There was a big New York hardcore concert this past weekend. Oh, perfect. 2,000 maskless old men with pre-existing conditions mashing and wheezing all over each other. Bunch of boondoggle mother. Oh. Um. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. That's right. I'm wheezing. Wait, Just from that are intro. they wheezing or whizzing? I couldn't get that. Probably whizzing and wheezing. Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. It's Rob here with my three closest friends. Oh. Noah, Sid, and 3D. In that order? Welcome. No, 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 no order. Yeah, I love you all equally. Oh. Uh, and it, it is episode number 617. And uh, we're so excited to be with you here. We're alive. The, the weather is warming. Spring is in the air. <laughs> and uh, thank you for being a part of the show. And if you want more Metal Injection Livecast, you can always hit up our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. What do you get at our Patreon? Well, at $5, not only do you get two bonus episodes a month, you also get access to all of our more recent episodes and the video versions of said episodes. And... You get a fancy little Discord badge if you're on our Discord chat. And uh, we're also going to be doing some Zoom hangs pretty soon. Oh, yeah. And one of the things we're talking about doing is doing a sunflower seed eating competition. A shell off. (laughs) Can we please call it a shell off? We can call it a shell off. I'm very excited. The Israeli sunflower seeds are back in stock at my nut store. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait a minute. I thought you liked the Turkish uh, shells, seeds. Let me explain. Oh, God. What did I set off here? What did I shell off here? Well, I want to call this the Metal Injection Livecast Shells Out. So I want to say, so I do like the Turkish uh, sunflower seeds. They are like, if you think of the traditional, like David sunflower seeds, it's like that on steroids. It's like three times as big, bigger. it's just bigger. Yeah. And what makes it better is because it's bigger, it's easier to de-shell. So are we going to have to have some rules for this shell? Shell yeah, out, is there like a standard out? size? No, I don't think there needs to be a standard. I mean, it's up to you, but the, the this is so these are Israeli sunflower seeds and they're white shells and they're like softer and more delicious. I, I I've only seen them at this one store. I've tried to look for them online, can't find them anywhere. I don't know what weird distribution the store gets. I have a great name. For, I have a great name for this pay-per-view. You ready? <laughs> Helen Helena Shell. Helen ah! D. Shell. Love it. <laughs> Helen Dishell. And, and it's going to be against your shout out nemesis, Ash Bozilov, right? So uh, here's That's the thing. The Ash, you. I believe, is the one who challenged me, but this is an no, open challenge. Who, who I was challenged it? you to challenge Ash Bozilov, who I don't need, I don't even. Okay, it was on Instagram. I just uh, saw that he posted a photo. I, of I his believe it's a she. Seats. Oh, she. Oh, sorry. So I I saw that she posted a photo of her uh, sunflower seeds and I tagged Robin it. (laughs) Who's Robin? I I don't know. (laughs) Joseph Robinette Biden. (laughs) So I just want to say, like, I so I think the rules need to be one seed at a time. Right. We can't you can't just throw three or four sunflower seeds in and just like spit out the shells. Right. Uh, Why? 
One at a Whatever time. Whatever your technique is. One at a time. This That's is I blame the. Who's gonna take no. four hours? One sunflower no, seed seed sixty at a second time. countdown. And I so what, how, but yeah, here's the thing. It's 60 seconds. Exactly. It's how many can you eat in 60 seconds? So if you shove 10 in your yeah, mouth, this is like honor system. We trust you to oh, count yeah. how many. You've how do eaten. we know who won? Well, well you see, bothered. can't you see? Yeah. Look here. Let me start eating sunflower seeds. <laughs> Let's do can't a demo. So before I do this can't demo, I want to say anybody is invited to this. This show is how I suggest it should happen. Okay. You get a, each of you have a bag of sunflower seeds. You weigh the bag before the contest. He's eating sunflower seeds right the now. The contest happens and then One you weigh the bag again. And whoever trust, has reduced the most weight from the bag. You Not trust him to weigh the bag, Sid? I guess that's a good point. And also a lot of yeah. people don't have, yeah, people don't have yeah. scales. But we we'll give Ash enough weed. time to purchase a scale. Beyond that, beyond that though, I just don't like the idea that someone can shove just 20 sunflower seeds and just mash them and not necessarily, you know, separate the seed from the shell and just spit it out. And then that would count. I don't want a repeat of a Godstopper situation. Go. I've been, I've been screwed by he technicalities that, before. So we need Godstopper will eat the shell. Yeah, yeah right. that's what and you ha- you cannot food. eat you cannot intentionally eat the shell. Look, sometimes it, you know a little shard of shell might get in, but you have to make your best effort to deshell. Well, let me ask you this because I'm good at solving problems like this. Okay. I'm an efficiency expert. All right, look at how fast. Who could stop me? Look at how fast. I am. What what is what exactly? So you said you don't want anyone to cheat, and so on and so forth. Give me a list of everything you you fear may happen, and I will come up with a, a solution. Just that people will be shoving too many seeds in their mouth and not actually separating them and just like crushing. Oh, and then spitting them out? Spitting them out. That's my only concern. Okay. So that's so why they, I think it should be one at a time. So So eating them with the shells is illegal. We can establish that. And illegal. cracking cracking the shells while they're in your mouth is illegal, right? Correct. If it's one, it's fine. If it's one, I think because that no, that's can't, we can't have ambiguities here. You have to. Well, because here's the thing: some people say my technique is to hold the shell, but some people might have the technique to put it in their mouth. But I guess that would be hard to uh, discern on webcam. You know, like how would you know? Right. I say, here's my proposal. You tell me what you think of this. You must deshell all the shells first and then eat them. What do you mean? Like you you have to deshell the, the shell the seed completely and then eat it. You can't crack it with your mouth and you can't uh put them in your mouth with the shell on. So how I'm doing it is fine? Are you eating um, the seed? I don't know. Is yeah. there another way? Okay, can I offer my suggestion? Go ahead, no. Might be unpopular, but how about since not everyone has a nut store in their neighborhood to go to, what if we just buy the regular standard shells that are available at every supermarket, the David ones, and we all buy the oh. same size bag, and then okay. at the end we hold up the bag and we see who got through the most. You could like kind of squeeze the tube down to see who has the oh, see, but there's different David bags. There's the square, the rectangle bag. That's what I'm saying. saying we all bag. agree on the same bag. Or we could just do it until the bag is finished. I have another. Plan. No, I think here's, it should be a time limit thing. Here we go. I got a plan. All right. There's three of us here. Sid, me and Noah, right? Yes. Let's say you have three. We'll have three people in. Let's say we have three people in this thing. 
I hate that you got me on this. I can't put away the shells. I'm gonna, I'm, I, I, don't, away. I don't know that we're going to get more than like two people playing against you, but let's assume we have two opponents for Rob. Okay. Each one of us is assigned to one of them and we're just yeah. tracking that one. Like the is, hot dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Wait, go on. Okay. So let's say I have contestant two. I'm just staring at them and I'm watching what they do and I'm counting how many shells actually go in their mouth. Oh, okay. Okay. So we have two. Right. If we wind up getting more than two opponents for Rob, it may be a problem. Well, here's the thing. I will do rounds. (laughs) We could do like elimination rounds where like I could do it against two at a time. (laughs) And then the winners of those can face me in the ultimate final round. (laughs) That's brilliant. I think we've hammered this out. You are going to be so constipated the next day. Are you sure you want to sign up for that? Constipated? I think you have it all wrong. Uh, Sunflower seeds give me the opposite effect. They clear me out. So the next day we're going to have a shit Exactly. Exactly. Did Ash accept this challenge, Noah? Or are we like just assuming? I'm assuming. Ash, if you're listening to this, I sent you a message yesterday on the Patreon to try to schedule all this. Please reply if you're actually interested in this contest. And if you're not, it's okay. It's fine. But then if other people are interested, please let us know. Yeah, and thank Rob you for just needs an excuse. Yeah. And thank you also for I don't need it. I'm going to eat sunflower seeds contest or not. I've been enjoying them quite a bit lately. I've been going back and forth between sunflower seeds and Turkish pistachios. Uh, mm. In the winter, I was strictly a Turkish pistachio kind of guy. But now, Rob, may I ask you a slight topic change before we get yes. into the old men uh, coughing mm. and sneezing on each other? <laughs> yes. Uh, I just want to ask you, what is your background image? If you could describe it for the audio people mm. briefly, and my, then my what, background what image is a uh, the Mudvayne album cover. <laughs> I, I, it is it is uh, COVID particles being spread at a meeting, basically. Ah, that's very appropriate for what we're about to talk. Well, that's about. your interpretation of it. It's not an actual scientific model. And I believe it is a scientific model. I believe that's exactly what it is. It just shows. Where did shows you get that from? Google. Okay, it's not a scientific model. Dr. Google. How do you know? Are you a scientist, Noah? What is, Doc- what is your expertise here to deny the science of this particle spreading? Dr. Noah, what do you find fault with this uh, picture? Yeah, I'm Are not the, a doctor. The particles aren't actually blue. Is that the issue? <laughs> we don't well, know either that. So this past Saturday, now uh, Topkin Square Park, a little, little backstory. A uh, famous, perhaps infamous uh, park in the East Village mm-hmm. uh, where punks hang out. It a stone's throw away from where CBGB's used to be. So this was kind of like the park where everyone would go get hammered and then walk over to CBGB's. It's not that. Far. It's not necessarily right next door, but it's easy so generous. of a walk. It used what? to be way grosser, too. Let's also say. Yeah, it's very gentrified now, but it used to be like the junkie park. That's true. Still, yes. It is still kind of crust punky, though. Mm. That's true. If you were there after dusk, you could procure any type of uh, narcotic. You I don't want. think it needed to be after dusk. I you worked. Up, I worked literally across the street yeah. from it. And there were junkies nodding off, walking around at all hours of the day. It was perpetual dusk in uh, Topkins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and another thing they would have is there's a band shell uh, and they they would have shows. They would have uh, all types of shows. 
not just punk shows. There would be folk shows. There would be like, I believe they have like a Halloween dog costume contest there. So, you know, it's a it's a pretty. So anywho, this <laughs> past Saturday, I did not. doesn't do heroin, so they wouldn't let her. <laughs> this is the Topkin Square Park travelogue uh, segment of the live <laughs> cast. So it was pretty wild to see photos in my feed on Saturday of like, hey, just walked into a hardcore show in Tompkins Square Park. And the video uh, is essentially two to three thousand people. Just the majority, I will say at least 70 percent maskless, the majority of which piled up together in front of the stage as if COVID never happened. Moshing, stage diving, 50 people on stage to the side of Madball, which I, first of all, I never understand why so many people want to stay on stage. You can't hear shit on stage. It's like the worst place to when hear Mad the Madball is playing, that is the best place to be. <laughs> because you don't have to hear Madball. Uh, so naturally, this was, this was a, a, a controversial thing. Now, my initial react. Now, I want to say I am vaccinated. I'm fully vaxxed. As of this week, I'm I'm safe. Mm. And I, my like, if I saw this two or three months ago, I would have been much more upset than seeing it now. But I still feel personally that it's a bit too soon. This could have waited a few weeks. Like we're 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 almost at this max vac vaccination point and. It was very clear, even the promoters have said that it was impossible to track, you know, who who has the vaccine or they, they did none of that. It's just I a public park. When I was reading up on it, I couldn't quite understand. So this was a free show and it was yes. open to the public. Yes. So anyone who walked through the park could essentially attend the show. Correct. OK, here there's actually a walkthrough. We could actually see. Here, let me set up a little uh, little screen share here. There's plenty of video. So uh, let me just make sure I'm doing it correctly. Here we go. Can you guys see my screen? Yes. So this is, here we go. There was a punk concert at Tompkins Square Park. So you're walking into the park. You see this little table. Merch. Little merch, little Black Lives Matter buttons. Which, which is nice, uh, a little counteracted by uh, somebody that got on stage with a dumb shirt. But anyway, so you walk in, and like, there it is. Masses of people, a stage. It's just like a normal, like, fest show. Yeah. I like think there was anything going on. You would think this footage is from three years ago based on how few people you see with masks. Yeah. Or, or, or the chin mask. So here, it's just way too many people. And this is interesting. Here is a suggested donations tent. Uh We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> so th this is basically true. And then there's other footage as well. Let me, you know, so th this is the pit, the pit here. Like, and here, here's the, the clip that that's really been surfacing that like pe people are seeing, I'm just going to mute it so that we don't get a copyright strike here. But here's the footage of Madball playing set it off and just, I don't this like why like this I don't know <laughs> a little too soon yeah well, well it's illegal right it's this wasn't illegal this this, this is this it's is not technically illegal. it's not it's not illegal they filed for a permit under false pretenses that's illegal 
Well, and having this many people at a gathering, yeah. I don't think is allowed. Right yeah, now. you're we only allowed a maximum of 500 people at a at a at an outdoor gathering. Oh, when I read the guidelines, it said like 30 percent of the capacity. No, it was it was 20 percent, but the maximum is 500 people. Believe me, I've been <laughs> reading stories about this. With this. Uh, well, it's my job, Noah. It's news. This is unquestionably news. It's and, news and it's arguably about music in its certain yeah. technical sense. <laughs> and so so the big controversy to come out of this is like this was a, 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 a city permitted show. They got a permit for this. They had to have a permit because there was a stage. They had to get a permit to do sound and just to perform in a public park. So how how did it happen? And now the Parks Department uh, or had a few days ago uh, on Monday, yesterday, I guess, because this happened on Saturday, started an investigation on how it happened. And and during this, uh, as the story broke about the investigation, that's where the clarification came that the amount of people that could be in one location outdoors by these guidelines is 500. And and even with the 500, social distancing and masks are required, which is in no way yeah. being enforced. Uh, and so they said it's being investigated. And then so there are conflicting reports now here because WPIX, which is a local news outlet, has said that they saw the permit and the permit that the uh, the hardcore uh, promoters filed uh, lists the event as a September 11th memorial and described <laughs> that, it hey, as, we're trying to kill as many people as died on September 11th. And yeah. the description said it was a political rally with music and speakers and that they expected a hundred people. <laughs> they meant the speakers as in the speakers that the music were coming out of. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I so, guess like legally, if they say they expected a hundred people and then 2000 show up, they could just be like, well, we didn't, ex we said we didn't expect 2000. What are we supposed to do? Mm -hmm. Right. Is so that like a legal defense they can use that. They I mean, that, that's basically what they said. I'll, I'll read the quote in a second. Uh, they're denying this. They're saying that this is not true, that it was not a September 11th memorial. Uh, but what's interesting is Gotham has actually posted a screenshot <laughs> uh, uh, showing that. Uh, and then, but the, what the promoters are saying, they gave an interview and they said, we were given a three page list of things. The department, the parks department wanted us to comply with. We complied with all of those stipulations. We were required to provide gloves, masks, sanitizer, and a clipboard. If someone wanted to voluntarily provide contract contact tracing, we provided two tables with all the necessary supplies. We cannot enforce rules. We can't, we're not the police. Even the police said they can't enforce that. So here's the thing that I don't understand. If you can't enforce the rules, doesn't that mean the thing has to get shut down? Like just yeah. purely from a, a practical standpoint, so like obviously nobody shut it down. That's a I don't great question. Well, maybe <laughs> they, they don't well. actually inspect each and every event that happens. Like, they but there were, there were police there. Why, why didn't the police do anything? Come on, they're fans. The well, they're, yeah, it, most likely. Yeah. Wouldn't it be a different department? Why would it be the police? What's the department that they filed the paperwork with? The parks department. So shouldn't that be? But who But who enforces the law? A park ranger or like if? But here's the thing: like if a police officer sees that there is a large illegal gathering, just purely in practice, like like zooming out of this, don't they have like? Isn't it their job to do something? 
Isn't that what I'm told? Isn't that what we're told? <laughs> there was another piece of that statement, Rob, that you didn't read. It was, uh, of course, it was a 9-11 memorial. Everybody there had box cutters. <laughs> I mean, they just turned like, around. I'm just reporting the facts here. I don't, I don't need what. So, but it was a very much an old New York thing. Like I saw so many people. First of all, Vinny Stigma was there. Definitely. Well, yeah. He was posing for photos. <laughs> R.I.P. Vinny. Uh, hate to see it. Obviously. And of course, his brother is the singer Madball. Oh, really? uh, yeah. Freddie oh, is uh, Vinny Stigma's brother. Uh, and Stigma. uh, what's so funny is like I like my Facebook has come alive with people I haven't seen in like 12 13 years that were posting photos from this thing. And I'm like, like I haven't like Facebook hasn't shown me anything from this person in years, but like it just algorithm algorithmically knows <laughs> that this is something I guess I'm interested in. And it's, 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 it's my blog. It's how many people were there? Algorithmically trying to alter your reality. Whoa. But they were there. They were really there, though. It's not like they, they weren't there. Uh, and I think the, 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 the thing that kind of made me roll my eyes is uh, John Joseph. Uh, Never former trust crow. someone with two first names. Rule Jing number one. Jingleheimer Schmidt. Go yeah. ahead. Is that his real name? <laughs> yes. His name is my name. Too. All right. Never mind. Let's go. <laughs> um, he said uh, he goes. For the last year in New York City, there were protests. Tens of thousands of people in the streets. Some rioting and looting, engaging in bias attacks. Nobody said shit. Really? Nobody said shit? Uh, the media condoned it. <laughs> On 420, thousands filled Washington Square Park sharing blunts and weed pipes with no masks. Yeah, Rob, Again, you were there. I was not there. Again, nobody said shit. Trump doesn't share. He doesn't. He's not a fan of that kind of share. I, I'm still a little paranoid about sharing joints, even though I'm vaccinated. I'll bring joints for everyone, but one to a person for now. Yeah, you keep saying uh, I'm vaccinated. I mean, there's like 93 different new strains yeah. of COVID Let's that are flying vaxed. around. And you it's could also you're not vaccinated from hepatitis. Uh, good point. First of all, there's this there. None of the strains have shown to like. De provide like dead like deadly infection to someone vaccinated at most you you're, you're like mild symptoms or asymptomatic i'm not saying anyone who's vaccinated should not be vaccinated i'm very pro vaccination i just think it's one tool in, yeah it's not it's not over yet i understand i, I i'm just anyway this so he continues. This was our fucking protest. This was our rally. People came out from all over the country and enjoyed live music. Those who didn't want to come stayed away. Good. Nobody missed their ass. They were free to live in fear, hide under the table, and talk shit on social media. Okay, fine. A few people got mugged on the M4 coming on over there, but so what? <laughs> that's a little, that's circumstantial evidence, uh, collateral damage. It, it just kind of blows my mind that he's basically, uh, it sounds to me, I don't want to put words in his mouth. It sounds to me like he's criticizing these uh, uh, protests that happened last year as something that, shouldn't have happened but then saying well that this thing that i think is bad happened so i'm gonna be allowed to do this thing that you think is bad you know what i mean like and it's weird. your shitty hardcore show is as important as like civil rights protests yeah 
I don't remember a mosh pit at the at the Black Lives Matter. I remember Matter lots of people wearing masks. Sure. Yeah. And the cops so, fucking with them anyway. I don't. Okay. I mean, Sid, when you really break it down, though, isn't like black people being murdered at by the police equally identical to 50-year-old men trading crabs in their eyelashes? <laughs> isn't that really that they picked up at the strip oh, club? Isn't that real? So come gross. on. When you really break it down, aren't they almost the same exact thing? Pretty and much. Equally, equally important. I just would love to know how the cops would have reacted if Bad Brains was on the bill for this show. <laughs> oh yeah, like if this was a, if this was, I, I do wonder if those those police that were uh, there, which the promoters have said that police were there, like if if this was a hip hop show, you know, would the police have acted the same way? I can understand the speculation, Rob. Yes, I am speculating. I didn't, I didn't say. It's, I know, but black, it's just like black you're, people you're just, do not ever. You're just injecting your opinion on that. Well, it's our isn't that podcast. what we do? Yeah, that's the whole thing we do on this spot. I don't understand. I know, but it's it's just like it's it's hypothetical. That didn't happen. Why don't you just talk about what did happen? No, it's right. You know, it's it's hard to conceptualize black people being murdered and choked by the police. <laughs> it's not like there's ever been a video. That's of how that I said. You're just saying that on this particular occasion, there weren't any black people that were murdered and choked. There weren't any black people within like five nautical miles well, no, of this I'm, show. I'm, I'm if Rob I'm brings saying... up that one mosh pit photo, there was one black dude right in the middle of it. I'm not saying many... that everyone in the pit saw the black dude and immediately attacked him. I'm not saying I'm not speculating that. I'll let the, the listeners draw their own conclusions about that part of it. It's just your opinion. Yeah. Well, so, I'm okay. Okay. All kidding aside, Noah, you typically like to have a, a, a or recently have a different viewpoint than, than the three of us. I'm curious. Do you think the show should have should have went down? Do you have yeah. a do you? Yes, I think it. I think it's great that they had this show. Um, maybe there should have been a cap on how many people attended, but I wouldn't blame the bands for that. I just like for me, I'm disappointed in people blaming bands when uh like when is all of like we need to allow music and art to happen and this isn't the band's fault it's the park's fault it's the government agency's fault who didn't put some kind of restrictions and ways of making sure that those restrictions were being met uh but i i wouldn't take it out on the bands shouldn't the bands give a shit enough about their fans to not want them put put themselves in harm's way well it's kind of like what he said. If you if you came out cool, whatever. If you didn't want to be there or you were afraid of of, of being in there, don't go. That's well, here's my well, question now. He was a little bit more charged it's outdoors. than that. It just, he basically it, said if you didn't go, fuck off. Yeah, but it also it, 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 it's it's one thing if it was outdoors, but everyone was on top of each other, like huffing and puffing and like mot like that's not like the it being outdoors is canceled out by how close everyone was to each other. And here's the thing, Noah, like you're saying, like the whole argument, like a personal responsibility. If you don't want to get, if you think you're going to get sick, don't come. Right. Okay. That's fine. I understand that. But what about, okay. So this person who goes, they, they're fine with getting sick. What about the family members that they live with or the roommates that they have? They don't have a choice in the matter and they can. There is a ch chance that they will get sick you, of, from this and then pass it along situation. 
And Rob, what about the? But uh, is this not? Is this? You're telling me that is an unreasonable hypothetical. Like, isn't that the whole point of the lockdown? So you don't pass along. Yes, but how many people? Okay, how many people spread the virus within their own home during lockdown when we weren't able to do anything? That's how a most lot. of the spread happened because of lockdown. Uh-huh. So it's like. Were you saying they were just passing it back and forth to each other? Is that? Uh, I mean, how? How? But like, down. How am I getting contracting and giving the virus to people? Well, I, I didn't hear follow, that. I don't follow what you're saying. You said when when people were locked down, that's when they were giving no, the virus in, to each other more. In lockdown, they showed that a, a lot of the spread happened because of the lockdown, because people were shut indoors, and that's how COVID was spreading. It was spreading. But how did they get it though? How did they to get bring it, it in indoors? Maybe they were violent. How, how did it know. get inside? But you you agree though? Can we agree that you can pass COVID to somebody else? Right? We 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 agree on that. Not if you're outdoors. Not not how you just by breathing. No, can not I? Not just by breathing, but Rob, if people can I interject are something here. Okay, there's a CDC guideline. It's like a rule of three. They say if you have an event. And if the event violates two of these three things, it's an unsafe event. They are outdoors, uh, where everybody masked, and proper social distancing. Yeah, so, two of the three have to be in effect. They, did you see safe. the guidelines that came out today? No. Yeah, they, they, about- the guidelines that came out today are not, do not conflict with what Darren just said. They said you can wear if you if you're vaccinated or not, you can not wear a mask. But they still said that if you are in a large gathering, you have to wear a mask. And this is by definition, a large gathering. This is violating two of those things. It's outdoors. So that's not violating that. But nobody's wearing a mask and almost nobody's wearing a mask. Almost. And there are. On top of each other, there is absolutely zero. Yeah, like you're saying, you're saying the mosh pit is not. not, I'm not saying the mosh pit. I didn't say that. Like, here's the thing. I I agree. Like, I, I'm having outdoor concert. I agree with you. I, I don't think there's. In fact, I've considered. Like, even we talked a few months ago. And I also said, I'm, I'm not blaming the bands for this. Well, here's where I do think the bands should have some blame, is when they see what's going on. If they were responsible, they would have not gone on with the show, but they wanted to have the show. They were, I feel it was a very selfish act by all parties involved. Everyone knew what was going on and they, nobody thought to stop it. And here's the thing. Do you think the Oscars were a selfish act? They no, because it's all controlled. The show that they tested everyone. Yeah. Everyone was in test. Well, I don't know. What's the I mean, I mean, the Oscars are always a selfish act. Period. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, even beyond that. So this year. Yeah, exactly. Here's the thing. And they weren't dry humping each other in the middle of the. A few months ago, a few months ago, we were talking about how the Nets were opening up and you can go watch basketball games mm-hmm. if you're mm-hmm. vaccinated or if you And like at the time, I was like, oh, this seems like so much trouble to go to a game. You have to go get tested and blah, blah, blah. That's how I felt two months ago. Now I'm kind of like, hey, maybe I'll go to a, a Nets game because it's a controlled environment. This was not a controlled environment. But it's indoor, so the air is recirculating. I would imagine you would think that's more dangerous than being outside. Well, it's no, not because it's spread out. It's not violating yeah. the other two things. It's it's not maximum capacity. It would be spread apart. Yeah, yeah. They and zip tie uh, all the chairs so you can't go into another chair. 
if the basketball players were sweating and bumping into you during the game, then that would be less. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't well, be into they're that. They're bumping into each other, sweating and bumping into each other. Yeah, yeah but they're getting tested vigorously every single day. Nobody at this thing was tested or even checked. Uh, I don't, I'm not even sure if there was temperature checks. I can't say for sure, but that video showed the woman just walking in. Nobody was checking temperature. There was no, there was nothing. It, there was no precautions taken. And it's like, it just seems irresponsible. Like, yes, there's personal responsibility, but if you're putting yeah, on a large yeah. gathering, you have to take on, the promoter has to take on responsibility for creating the situation. Can I ask you a question? You remember a sure. few months ago when we started the show in Texas announced that they're getting rid of the, of the mask regulations, ma mm -hmm. mask restrictions or whatever? How come mm -hmm. everyone in Texas is not dead? Remember how you guys were like, oh, everyone in Texas is going to die. I don't remember saying every single person. I don't remember saying die. that at all. And, and I don't understand how that has to do anything like and also how, uh, how why are like why are the numbers in Texas not going up? It's are you sure people are. But also more people are getting vaccinated, so that would maybe so cancel New it York out. But if they didn't do vaccinated. that dumb shit, it would be even lower. Texas had so, uh, 4,413 4, new cases yesterday. How much did New York City have? Probably like 6,000 6, mm -hmm. or something like that. No, it's more. But uh, also, though, 4, it could just be... 325. So, Noah, you agree that the government lies, though, right? Like, we could agree on that. So who's to say that Texas's numbers are even accurate? They could just be misreporting who's the numbers. say that any of the numbers are accurate, then? I agree with you. Okay. But there are states that kind of have taken over their uh, CDC numbers. Anyway, we're, we're, but so you think it's fine? Like, even with the outdoor concert, like the mosh pit and whatever, that's cool. Like, you were okay with that? You don't think that's a risky I, I'm scenario? I'm offended by it as some other people are. Mm -hmm. Let's just say that. Like, so I'm yeah, not, well, I'm not what I'm write hit pieces on these people oh. and, and report them to the FBI and. Mm -hmm. Have the wait. The, who's the, who? Who? who, who, no, who if you were to write a hit piece, where would it be posted? I want to look yeah. that for your and also oh. and who wrote, who wrote a wait? Hold on. Who wrote a hit? Are you playing? I wrote a hit piece. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that you wrote the hit piece. I'm just saying in general. Like I'm not gonna like go after people who are in the crowd and admonish them for because they they're disease. I'm not going after. Nobody should go after them. I'm, I'm not, not going after the fans or the promoter. I'm not. Look, we have I'm to not, remember when they go, you know, like you can see, go, I'm going to go to a show. I don't care if I get sick. But what happens when they go home to their Avenue A dumpster and a delivery man brings out the garbage? He may contract COVID yeah. from them. That's, you know, that's their home. They might bring it into their home, which is a dumpster because they live in dumpsters. So, no, <laughs> you don't want to go even after the promoter. You think the promoter should be left alone also? They're not, they don't have any responsibility. They don't share any blame. Uh, I don't think I care. <laughs> wow. All right. I don't care. Okay. All right. I think, you know what? I think bands who have tours lined up this summer, I, I think this is what they're going to be faced with. It's going to be a lot of challenges and criticism and all of that. And it's, it, it's just sad to me. Why? Because Why do you care about that, but not the other thing? What other thing? The thing you literally just said you don't care about. The promoters getting yeah. A, a yeah bearing responsibility for it. Yeah. 
what does one have to do with the other? It's all the same subject. So why I'm do saying- you care about one thing and not the other thing? So should people have never worn masks since the beginning of this shit or no? Masks are not- irrelevant. Is that what I'm I asking- said? No, I didn't. I'm asking you a question. I didn't say you said that. I'm asking you, do you think masks don't do anything? I don't know if masks don't do anything, but I also don't think that they're as great as people think they are. But they do like, something. Like I, I think they're unhealthy to wear for long periods of time. I think they're unhealthy to wear if they're dirty. Mm. So people and I see certain in circumstances, general... and I see certain circumstances where there is just pointless to wear them. So yeah. So in, in your opinion, people from the beginning of this to now should not have worn masks, and we would be better off. No, no, I didn't say that. I, I wear masks. Mm-hmm. Where you just think outdoors, it's not a big deal. To do, to do the mask? You don't think it's uh, hazardous? No. And Fauci was on George Stephanopoulos the other night saying the same thing. Well, Fauci's a little I, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you about that. But I he's think giving he, guidelines to the CDC, which is are the guidelines that you're following. No, so. he doesn't give guidelines. to Look, all right. Hold on. We're getting off the rails again. Okay. But I don't agree. I, I mean... Like the government had one of had a one of the worst responses of any government in the world. So the fact that, but the where the government is in error is they're not doing enough to prevent the spread of COVID. Not by telling you to do things, you know, over precautiously. I mean, I feel like that's the exact opposite of the criticism of the government. Like they didn't do shit. And that was that was why it spread rampantly. I mean, to 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 argue they that the government, sh- the government. Oh, go ahead. They enforced lockdowns. They, they sh- like, they. They did a half-ass lockdown. Shit? They did a half-ass lockdown. They opened everything up long before it should have been opened up. And while people had their businesses taken away from them and they were forced to sit on their ass and not work, the government didn't give them a fucking penny to compensate mm-hmm. them for losing that work. Like, they, right. and, and then everything opened, but everything opened up long before everything should have opened up. I mean, they're doing entire sports leagues now, you know, but before they, anything is safe. I know, but they like how where's the proof that the lockdowns stop the spread? I mean, they you, the lockdown didn't stop the spread because they didn't do it properly. Like didn't infection numbers go down? Yeah, they're 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 um, yeah, like wasn't but, wasn't but there links like when there was lockdowns. like and, and, oh, okay, I'm sorry. What is your so what do you think should have happened? Like what is the proper lockdown? Close everything except uh services that people need to survive and give everybody a UBI so that they're not broken starving to death like other countries did. Okay, what's Just a UBI? plan? Universal yeah. basic income. It's just basic, money, yeah. a, a basic level of money that everyone, which. Okay, you know, but where, where would people is, get. Okay, so, so then you're saying like grocery stores need to be open, doctor's offices, who would take, you know, like by appointment only and everything else closed? I would say uh, retail grocery stores uh, should not be opened uh i think uh supermarkets can be opened doctors offices health services cleaning professionals and stuff like that not restaurants everything should be closed i'm sorry but i i do remember a time in brooklyn when only the supermarkets were open and everything else was closed. and that lasted about a month that was like two weeks yeah Yeah. if even 
So you were that saying, Darren was saying. Yeah, but you remember two weeks? Longer. Remember that was the, the period that it, it takes to stop the spread of, of, of coronavirus? Listen, you know what China did? China uh, delivered groceries to people, like preventing the need for them to go to the store. Just government subsidized food and drink and, you know, uh, yeah. bath China stuff. Also castrating people, but. I mean, I'm not. Did I, did I say China is like an exemplary country? I just, you're, you're bringing in a separate issue here. I'm saying they handled coronavirus a billion times better than the United States did. That doesn't mean they don't abuse human rights in other ways. You know, the, the United States government does some things that are great, too. You know, fire departments uh, work, you know, highways. We have some very beautiful highways and parks departments, but they still have an armed militia that beats the shit out of black people. You can't you can't say they do one thing correctly. Therefore, they do everything correctly. Like China took care of their people while there was a deadly viral plague going around and the United States did it. Mm hmm. Okay, we could change topics. I think we've <laughs> veered way far. If off. there's ahead, one Sid. thing we can all agree on, it's that Madball is a horrible band, right? We could all agree on that, at least. Yeah, I mean that there's a positive outcome that if a bunch of these people do contract coronavirus, there'll be less Madball fans. But there you go. Yeah. But the problem is they have to go back to their dumpsters, like I said, and they may contact people who use the dumpster for dumpster for its legitimate purpose. Well, I grouch. Hopefully he's wearing a mask. <laughs> uh, <laughs> crying I, I, wanted to, I wanted to say something, but I forgot the point that I was going to make. <laughs> Go ahead. Try we'll to take a minute. Now you want some Jeopardy music? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, my initial reaction was like, oh, I, I would have considered watching the show from a distance <laughs> for that show. But then oh. like the Moshman and everything. Uh, but, but And really, even that, it would be like 10 minutes. And then I'd be like, all right, this is a little if too crowded. I'm going to get out YouTube of here. Three days yeah. later, maybe. But <laughs> I, watch it from, I don't even think you would. Rob, do we have a caller? By um, any chance? I'd watch it from Mars. Oh, we do. Our, our phone lines are, uh, yeah, are blowing caller, up. I think. 315, you're on the live cast. We have two calls, actually. Holy shit, I've been on hold for like almost 40 minutes now. <laughs> What's up? Who's this? What's going on, guys? Who's this? It's, Jer it's Jeremy. Hello, Jeremy. What's up, Jeremy? Anyone going to do a Pearl Jam joke? Get out of the way now. I was about to ask if he spoke in class today, but then I, I literally pulled back. I was like, no, don't do it. So go ahead, Jeremy. Do, do you have a, uh, a thought about this New York City hardcore show or something else? I will say out of all the like old school hardcore bands, I actually do like Madball over a lot of them. But I don't know. I, Hang up. I get where like the the both sides of the argument are i get it but i think it was just really poorly organized regardless of how you look at it i don't think they probably should have done that but at the same time do you really think a bunch of old school hardcore guys are going to organize a show you know to yeah, when have you ever been to a hardcore show that's been properly organized <laughs> i guess i, I mean know, my I'm current just, city just, councilman just, is just a former saying, new york hardcore saying, musician like just to give the benefit of the doubt to kind of like maybe accept that maybe that's probably why this happened in the first place. 
Well, look, I hear the thing that's kind of like, you know, looking at the hardcore promoter's best interests, he's fucked himself over. He's never going to get a permit now. Like, and there's never going to be another hardcore show at Tompkins Square Park. And yeah. that's all, totally, you know. I totally agree with that. I'm just saying, like, looking at it, it's like I'm I'm kind of not surprised in a sense, I guess. <laughs> like, not to be. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but Surprise no. was definitely not an emotion I felt. It was it like, is, oh, yeah. It seems like they just, they probably just didn't even plan it very, like, it doesn't even seem like it was planned very far, like, beforehand. It was probably just like, hey, I wonder if we can get this done. And then yeah. they went down and got, like, the permits. Like, all right, let's 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 see what we can have here. And then a bunch of people showed up, whatever. They've apparently been filing the permits since November. So it took a while to oh, get wow. this process. But it could just I also be that it kept now. getting pushed back. I mean, you're right. But also there's another okay. component to it, which is that, you know, things don't need to be surprising to be shitty. Like, just because I know someone is a fucking idiot and then they do some fucking idiot behavior it doesn't serve to go like you know well i'm a fucking idiot what'd you expect you know like you you we can still call out shitty behavior even though we know that person's going to do some shitty behavior yeah oh yeah for sure yeah i just wanted to say like i'm not really surprised that not that was my take on it like it's it was probably way too soon a lot of these shows are that are coming out for the summer are going to be at these big amp. I don't know how big this actual park is as per where they were located for basically the, the, the 3000 people being there was the limit of how many people you could squeeze in there. Probably. Yeah. That was basically the whole park essentially, but well, it's, 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 it's a like, whole city block. A lot of these, a lot of these amphitheaters are 10 to 15 or 20,000 that are going to be having a lot of these concerts that are coming up in the summer, let's Look, say. So, and they actually have insurance and like union staffs and they have to actually follow protocols. Yeah. It's not some fly by night bullshit that a couple of idiots filed a fake. So, so that for. would stop the spread of, of COVID-19. Yes. That's why protocols exist. Yes. Okay. Why do you okay. just like roll your eyes at this? Like, I'm not so, rolling. Okay, that's is that that, a ridiculous that's, fucking statement. Just, like, it doesn't make sense. It's the same thing. If there's going to be a, an indoor venue with people crossing each other, like, it's talking an outdoor about venue. It's an amphitheater. Amphitheater is an outdoor venue. It's like a PNC Center or Jones Beach. Okay, but there's indoor hallways that you have to go. Like, if you want to go to the bathroom or to the concession stand, it's, it's yeah, a and very they would maintain social distancing. But yeah, at the, in the bathrooms, they, yeah, they close off every other stall. So yeah. there's space between people. Hence, Do you not think protocols? That's what protocols are. Okay. Rules that you follow so you don't fuck up. Right. There's protocols and then there's show up and do nothing. Okay. Don't wear a mask you know and that fucking the CDC sweat and cough said on that each other. The whole hand sanitizer thing is, is like, I think they called it theater. I've what used hand sanitizer, sanitizer maybe three times since the pandemic started. Who cares? That's what does not that have what to do with about. what we're talking about? Hand sanitizers are not mandatory. Well, no, when you constantly go to a show. sanitizing surfaces and stuff like that. Like they they said it's not necessary. So I mean, what, it couldn't hurt. What are the protocols? Just the social distance. Wearing a mask, not going next to each other. Uh, yeah, COVID <laughs> tests. Each other. Temperature checks. COVID tests uh, from taken within the last day. Um, did I say social distancing? Mm -hmm. Like, don't you think if you do those things, you have less of a chance of contracting yeah. a virus from somebody? 
than if you're crowd surfing on top of their sweaty bodies? If someone has yes. the the virus. Right. If someone yeah. is there. Yeah. And if you check them for it and make them show a COVID test or antibody test or a vaccine uh, card at the door, there's a much less chance that they'll have it versus if you just let 3,000 3, uh, crusty heroin addicts go in and fucking surf on top of each other. Yeah, nothing is 100%. I think that it's just levels of risk. Like this, this is high risk. Whereas doing all that stuff lowers the risk, lowers the possibility. It's all that's probability a, and risk. That's a good point, Rob, too, because I hear a lot of people say, well, you can't, this isn't going to stop it. So don't do anything like, you know, no, like you, you, you look, I locked myself in a tomb for 10 months and I still got COVID. That doesn't mean that it was wrong for me to do that. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? I could have caught it on the first day if uh, if I didn't do all that stuff. So it's a risk. It's just like Rob said, it's lowering levels of risk. And that's what stops the spread on a macro level, as opposed to, you know, you're not trying to stop it 100 percent from it's impossible, but you're trying to stop it in the aggregate, lower it so that it doesn't spread to. And the less people it spread to, the quicker it goes away. Yeah. And then we could get back to just being normal and having shows like that. We can get back to Mad Bull shows just spreading hepatitis C, yeah. like Sid said. And Rob ignoring them completely and not posting about them at all. That's not true. I write about them. They're in the regular rotation when they release songs and stuff. Fair. Why? Because they're it's a band and we write about music. Should social Is distance Jeremy still on the line? Band. Hello, Jeremy. Jeremy. He's yeah. there. Sorry, we're what having a spirited discussion. Also, I, real quick, the reason uh, I, that... This was probably a really poor time, regardless of it being outside, uh, is because from I, I can't remember where I heard it, but uh, there was a doctor on some show I was listening to that the reason that there's been so many huge spikes is because of obvious like around once the weather gets colder from fall into winter. Now we're getting into spring, but we're just getting into spring, especially up where I'm at, where the weather's fluctuated from like uh anywhere from like 70s to 30s like in the past two weeks so a lot of times where the the colder weather is there's gonna be more people prone to being indoors regardless if they go outside or not they're gonna be indoors probably in closed spaces more often so that's why around the time that like thanksgiving hit this past year you saw a huge COVID spike, especially around the holidays. And then it just hasn't really recovered because it's one big holiday after another. And there hasn't been, at least in the United States, there hasn't been a whole lot of restrictions going forward as the vaccines keep rolling out. So I'm thinking probably right now it's because I, I was surprised that like looking at on my weather app, it shows like a daily, uh, case count and like death total for like the entire state of just new york itself and it's just like I, i'm surprised with the whole state is almost like half vaccinated at this point like and there's still that much of a like a higher rate of infection so i don't know i think once but they the anyway the, sorry the point that i was trying to make is that the doctor said that realistically until 
more and more people are vaccinated, there's going to be a higher risk of still spreading this virus, especially now just coming out of the colder weather where more people are prone to be inside. It's going to be preserved. The heat's not going to kill it, things like that. So just things like that for people to kind of take into account possibly. Okay. Yep. Well, thank you, Dr. Jeremy. Thank you, Dr. Jeremy. Well, spoke at the podcast today. Up to date on some of the stuff. We appreciate it. Thanks, Jeremy. We're going to let you go because I think we have Colin on the line. <laughs> Good old Colin. Yes, Colin. Are you there? Yes, you do. Yes, I am. <laughs> What's up, Colin? What do you have to say? Yeah, we hear you. Are you in the bathroom? <laughs> Number one or number two? Yeah, shower, if that's what you were wondering. Uh, <laughs> All right. I heard you about the lockdowns, Noah. I'm like, lockdowns are for a freaking reason. They stop the spread. They stop people from freaking congregating. Mm-hmm. And they're... Ugh, it pisses me off, these anti-vaxxers. People who think... Ugh. All right. Thank you, Colin. <laughs> you broke I Colin, Noah. You good see input, what you did? Input. You broke Colin. He, he really said it all there, didn't he? <laughs> Thank you, Colin. How's everything else going, though? Have you gotten vaccinated yet, Colin? Yes, I already have. I already got my first shot. Nice. So you're not vaccinated. Lie. Fake news. <laughs> you're half vaccinated. I'm half vaccinated. You're half in the vax. Which brand? <laughs> Which brand did you get? Moderna or Pfizer? I, or Johnson and Johnson. Well, he said well, he, he got his first one. Shot. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or did you somehow get the AstraZeneca? <laughs> did you go to Canada? Well, get that one. In Europe. Yeah, it's in Canada too. We're giving the the our allies all the scraps that we don't approve for our citizens. I signed up to get the tropical fantasy uh, vi- uh, virus uh, vaccination. <laughs> it's very affordable. Yeah, it's cheaper. <laughs> and it's it's neon uh, yellow colored. Mm. Comes with a bodega cat. <laughs> and your piss smells like rans- raspberry after you uh, get it. Yeah. Mm. No, that's Haritos. <laughs> Delicious. <clears throat> Colin. Yeah. So yeah, which which vaccine did you get? Did, did we get this answer? The best. Got Moderna. Oh, Moderna. Okay. Okay. We're Vax Bros, Colin. That's what I got. Also, I'm Team Pfizer over here. This is Team Pfizer. Not that it matters. Shit. <laughs> They're all basically the same. My mother got Johnson and Johnson. Like she, her doctor said, get Moderna, and then she went to the vaccination station, and some jerk off like gave her a flyer that says if you had covid you're supposed to get johnson and johnson and she just went oh okay and just followed it so she got the johnson and johnson i was very upset about that they said that some i don't know there was some info floating around that like if you if you get if you had covid it's better to get the johnson and johnson vaccine i have not heard that i don't know I'm of the mind that any jab you get is a good jab. It's better than not getting it, but I wish they will all prevent you from dying. 
And you will they they will not die. At well, most from dying of COVID, I'm dying of COVID. Yes, else. yes, yes. Could still get hit by a car. Yes, That's still get right. stabbed to death outside a Madball concert. <laughs> Nothing's going to protect you from that unless you like pad your your shirt with like phone books. That's a good. <laughs> that might help. <laughs> And it doesn't that's matter a good which brand of phone book. Just do they make phone books still? Is that still a thing? I'm not. That's no, a good question. So. They do. They drop them off in my uh, in my building every yeah, once in a year. Still, yep. They're about as as thin as a uh, like a matzah cracker now. They're like yellow this. or white. It's like both in one one book. Like oh. maybe that would save you from a stabbing. I guess like there's no more landline phones. Yeah. Or like. Landline phone numbers. Oh no, so that's why it's so thin. Yes, it's, Colin. Uh, I'll go ahead, Colin. I just said, just tear out the pages. <laughs> I don't understand that joke, but I'm going to laugh anyway. Uh, it's like the 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 book of uh, famous Jewish sports athletes. It's like that big. You hardly see it. <laughs> it's very small for those who are not watching <laughs> and just listening. That's the joke. Came across. All right, Colin. Thanks for your call, buddy. All right. Enjoy the rest of your bath. <laughs> Already showered. Are you dressed? No, he's gone. Oh. We didn't right. need the answer to that, Sid. I, I need the answer to that for later. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, let's move on to some more important news. Ooh. Legendary drummer Carmine Apice embraces his gray hair at age Say his seventy-four. Name correctly, disrespectful piece of shit. Carmine. <laughs> Carmine App. Carmine. Both of a pussy. Come on. Ap- they, they both. Him and his brother say it differently. Really? Carmine yeah. a pussy. Which, which is the one we interviewed? Carmine. Okay. <laughs> All these guys. Are the I thought. Thing. I thought he said Apache for for. I- Rob, Rob, can we get this straight? Which a pussy did we talk to? <laughs> oh, come on. Let, let's show a legend some respect. Let's see how this interviewer uh, says his name. Oh, look at these graphics. Oh, he was in Vanilla Fudge? I didn't know that. Yeah. I'd say highlights. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, they just get into it. Let's go to page 62, number six. Ah, oh, they just get into it. Someone introduce him. Why don't you pull up the interview that you did with him? Oh, that won't solve anything. <laughs> that was uh, on audio. Let's Bring see. up that time he was on Fallon. Bring up the one that Frank, the interview Frank did with him at, um, uh. Ma'am? Yeah. If anyone I won't show anything. He just said how hard he was working the whole time. Oh, it's Noah. Oh, what? Hello, Noah. I was there. I'm here with Brian Wickman of Schechter Guitars. Brian is one of the masterminds behind this elaborate Schechter booth. Totally awesome. There we go. No, you're the proto Aubrey Plaza. We try and sort of cater to all the, the, the tuning needs. All right. I'm here with the legendary Carmine Apice. And uh, we're here. Okay. Here to talk Wait. about your signature series drum here. It's actually a peach. The C is a ch sound. A beach, cabbage. <laughs> and he's a peach. These these drums, these snares, they're going for four hundred a peach. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? What Frank said, a piece. 
Yeah, and then I guess Vinny calls himself Vinny Apache or whatever. Like that's how he introduces himself, his brother. Just can you get a like a name that everyone can just say, like Carmine Smith? Like, come on, man. Let me make it difficult for everybody. Carmine Pazabini. <laughs> oh, whatever his name is. <laughs> no, right. Pazabini or whatever his what? name is. <laughs> I do want to say Frankie Palmieri did post a uh, palm and hand emoji to the news of the of the uh, Tom Tompkins Square Park. He was just upset that he didn't get booked. Yeah, I think you mean a Palmieri in hand. Uh, <laughs> face Palmieri. <laughs> Wait, why did you bring up Carmine? Oh, right. We were talking about his. his... <laughs> we're, we're just all over the place here. Yeah. There he wasn't go. wearing a mask. That's what it is. <laughs> he, the big story, Carmine Ap- Apice, Carmine Apice mm-hmm. is embracing his gray hair at age oh, well, 74. Well, good for him. Except not in his mustache. That still died. Well, it hasn't faded out yet. Yeah. He says, tired of dyeing my hair black and purple. What do you think regarding my new image? Let me know. At least I have hair, right? <laughs> Fuck you, Carmine. How dare you shame people without hair? How dare you, uh, sir? Uh, How do we know I that's real it, either. Maybe in yeah. 10 years he'll go on Twitter and be like, I'm tired of wearing these hair plugs. No, <laughs> that doesn't look like hair plugs. I think he looks good. It looks great. So when I saw this, I thought, hmm, that hair looks, that hair shape kind of looks familiar a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Rob, I feel like if you kind of like let your hair grow without trimming it. It could, you could like have that available to you. You think me and Carmine Apache have a have the same uh, hairline? Carmine looks like if you and Don Imus had a son. It's terrifying. Oh, geez. That's a good point. <laughs> oh man. Look at, I've, look at this. Uh, there's a, let me find, let me load up this photo of a young Carmine. Looking like a star. I wish look I had that, that going on. That does kind of look Rob esque, yeah. to be honest with you, if you let it grow out. You could have, you could <laughs> so have that hair. I, Robert, I mean, Robert, I'm, I'm almost uh, there right now. Go ahead. Robert, Robert Pazapici or whatever his name is. <laughs> the whatever his name is comes in handy here because we don't technically know what his name is. <laughs> oh, I, the man's had quite a career with Ozzy. Who's that, la- who's that lady? Is that Barbara Streisand? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's his wife. His wife. Niles. Niles. Leslie. Oh, you guys are on a first name basis. Sure. Basis. I just read <laughs> Leslie Abige. How dare you call her that? <laughs> Don't call Leslie Abige. She's a lovely woman. And uh, (laughs) well, in uh, I did want to talk about this before we I don't know how we haven't mentioned this yet, but, you know, we I don't know if you guys know this. Marijuana is very popular nowadays. Oh, really? Yeah, it's legal in a bunch of states. And now celebrities are getting into it, including just now uh, they weren't into it before. Celebrities, I, I'm sorry, to be clear, celebrities are getting into marketing it more so mm. than previously. Obviously, Snoop has been marketing it since day one, Cypress Hill. 
But now other celebrities are getting in on it, like Jaleel White, a.k.a. Steve Urkel, who has announced a partnership with a some big weed brand to do Purple Urkel, which uh, promises the highest quality purple weed in the world. Now, I want to say my favorite type of weed is Purple Haze, and it's very hard to find. I feel like not a lot of people do it anymore. So I'm curious. So anyway, there's some videos and it's, it's just like, this is almost, I mean, I've, I've talked about this before, how I'm not the biggest fan of weed culture. Like I enjoy it. I've, you know, like it, I medicate with it, <laughs> but I, there is a, uh, there is, you know, like I'm kind of turned off by people uh, making their whole lives. about it. I got uh, it. I'm the same way with like Marvel movies and Disney. Like I, I enjoy these films, but I don't want to be an adult Marvel fan. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And like case in point for 420, Sid was like, send me a photo of you with a lot of weed uh, to post on our socials. And I didn't even have one. I was like, I had to struggle to find anything because I don't even, you know, I, I'm still on that mindset from when I was 20 of like, you can't have any evidence of your, of your pot use. Cause you know, the government's going to come after you, which now obviously, especially because of my, skin tone i really shouldn't worry much about it because really it's only darren that's gonna get the heat <laughs> no you got arrested too i just want to point that out yeah no that's true but it's, just Wait, baked, it's just well pardon the pun it's baked into your uh, dna that you that you get scared of the cops yes <laughs> you think that now that weed is being legalized in states and probably even more states will legalize it do you think it's going to become like too trendy I, it's already there. <laughs> I think it's a, one thing that I that I like about it is that it's it made it, well beyond that. <laughs> one no, no no one thing that I like about the, the we trend the yeah the legalization is that it's made alcohol less cool. You know, uh, I feel like more people are comfortable with saying, "Oh, I don't drink. Uh, I'll smoke a little bit." But and I feel like before that was very much like. Oh, yeah. you know, but now it feels much more accepted. What I don't know what like that was. I don't. It's male steel gag factor porn. That's what it was before, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We didn't need a. Uh... <laughs> but anyway, oh. now we got Purple Shut Urkel. And so <laughs> there is this one video. This is how I was introduced to purple Urkel and it's it's pretty wild so it's for our audio listeners it's a video of Jaleel White the actor who portrays Steve Urkel in full Steve Urkel garb as a 40 year old man or however old he is he <laughs> looks exactly the same looks exactly the same hanging out with Snoop Dogg got some good weed if I ain't like him like that I'd take that nigga whole sack right now but I like him take my sack <laughs> oh and that's a cut that's good. <laughs> They were very happy about that one. So, and then there's this whole like promotion. Ah, so wait, gone. so back up. So he's doing these, like he's promoting this as Urkel. Yes, which is oh. almost like how, how did doesn't like whoever owns the right to Family Matters own the character? Like how how are they getting away with that? Or maybe not. Uh, yeah, maybe okay. he owns the character. Yeah, maybe the cops. I, uh, that did ball should be going after Urkel. And you're also, right, Rob, he didn't say, did I do that? Yeah. Oh, you're right. Also, he's not saying he's portraying Urkel, but 
there's certainly a gray area here. Well, it's called Purple Urkel. Yeah, exactly. So here, here, here's a here's another bit that they did. It's Snoop Dogg showing up at an office. Okay, so the bit I'm going to fast forward a little because this goes on, and the bit is like, who is this crazy person uh, inviting him to be a part of his weed train? And it's Urkel. Neither do I. The fuck? Who did that? Oh, and they were also promoting these dumb fights, I guess. Oh, God. I was going to ask you, where's the weed thing in this? It, it, here it is. It means here we go. Here we go. Sorry, sorry. I want to know more about the MMA. The city? <laughs> Did they only call Urkel for this because Dustin Diamond died? Mm. Well, what would it be called then? Dusty Diamond? What would, what would the strain be? <laughs> well, say less. Screech Tiva? I manipulated the flavonoids to enhance the purple aesthetic. Save all that shit. Let's spark up one thing. You ain't fucking around. That's a fat joint. I should warn you, all of my strains have extreme potency. Man, the stranger the strange, the stronger my game. Well, Even his voice stayed the same. I just didn't want your contract invalidated because you were impaired. Say, like, I'm the big boss dog. When I smoke, the weed get high, nephew. Yeah, Snoop no longer can get impaired. Anyway, you get it. Yeah. I thought Snoop was famous. How does that video only have 80 views? This is a repost. This is somebody oh, just reposted okay. the video. Because uh, this is from a pay-per-view. This is that, that weird oh. fight pay-per-view. Uh, it is interesting how, like, there's all these celebrity strains. Like, Seth Rogen has his strains now. That makes sort of sense. His it makes sense. But but a lot a lot of people are doing... Uh, uh, it's like the new licensing thing, which is like... Yeah. Hey. It's like an NFT but that you could smoke. I, it's more valuable to me than an NFT, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think oh, it's yeah. great that Jaleel White can use something that he did so many years ago today and still make money off of it. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, especially because it hindered his career for so many years. Now it's yes, kind of because he would have had a great career otherwise. Come on. Well, he completely wasn't able to get any work after, uh, for the most part, because of it. Yeah, Remember but I mean, sure I guess he, he wouldn't have had a career. Decision. Yeah, That's he's. Cool. I think. It's cool when you can do the same thing for like 12 years with the exact same people and make money off of it, you know, uh, the same type of entertainment repeatedly. Yeah, I wish we could do that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But uh, he is, I I think, like a bit of a social influencer, like even before this. I think that's why this weed company... Uh, got with him because he has a show about like he's an avid pot smoker or was an avid pot smoker before this. Wait, so you're saying Steve Urkel didn't actually design this weed in a in a laboratory? That was Stefan Urkel. Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yes. I wonder how many people get that reference that listen to this show. Hopefully, not many. Myra, wait, what was the what was the name of the girl Myra that he played? Girlfriend. Yeah, but he played a girl once. Like oh, it was God. a female Urkel. I don't remember that. That I don't remember. Latrice Royale, I think, was her name. 
That was that, that? That's a reference just for Rob. All right. <laughs> I wonder. Oh, so they they have a strain called Stefan, oh, <laughs> which is which has white uh, leaves in it. Uh, it's a white hybrid or something. I'm trying to find price. I guess they wouldn't have prices here because it's it's based on wh wherever you're, you would get it. The female Urkel was Myrtle Urkel, by the way. Oh Myrtle God. Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm all about it. I'm all about taking a beloved 90s sitcom character and tur turning him into an avatar for a pot brand. Why not? Yeah, sure. Got to make that money. M make that paper. Works for me. Right. And uh, as we wind down, I I do want to mention in real estate news, a friend of the show, Steven Seagal, mm. is selling his mansion in Arizona. Noah, I know you're in Arizona looking for a more permanent residence. Perhaps you might consider Steven Seagal's no, mansion. Absolutely not. It is a bulletproof Arizona mansion. Only $3.4 million. Somebody call his real estate agent, Richie. <laughs> But uh, let's see. Actually, it looks pretty nice. It looks l much less tacky than I would assume Steven Seagal. He has a pretty shitty microwave. Look at that. It's like a. Where is it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's right there in the corner. <laughs> that is that is. Years old. <laughs> yeah, it looks that, like it's he a just pretty... bought that at the store and just yeah. dropped it. It's a pretty underwhelming kitchen in general. Like there's no uh, like this. I don't know. There's a little like a nook. there's some seating there. Let's see. Do you think he does a lot of cooking? What kind of food do you think Steven Seagal makes? Yeah, I guess he's not using the kitchen. He's probably using that microwave more than he uses the stove. Got a little hot tub. That's nice. A little infinity Thank pool. You for that, huh? <laughs> Expansive <laughs> terrace. All right. Oh, this bathroom is fancy. This bathroom is. That's where Colin was my calling us from before. Oh, that's where Colin was? <laughs> He was in the infinity pool. <laughs> there's a home theater where, that only plays Steven Seagal. Movies. Yeah, I like that. There's a Photoshop Terrifying. poster of Steven <laughs> But only the shitty ones that he loves a lot. Yeah. He doesn't want to play the cliche good ones. And only on VHS. The thing I wonder about these like glass heavy buildings is like, can people just see inside your house? You know, like there's other houses not too far away. Are they just seeing everything in there? Are there houses not too far? I mean, you didn't need a telescope. Well, look here. You can see one over here. Yeah, yeah that's pretty far. Binoculars. But why would anyone want to watch Steven Seagal walk through his house in a silk robe? Nobody <laughs> would, but he's selling the house to someone else. So maybe they don't want to be seen. Maybe someone would want to see them. There's curtains, yeah. I guess. Does it look, I guess this one has curtains. This one has yeah. curtains. This one does not look like it has curtains. Oh, a nice grill. It's curtains for you. <laughs> He's been trying to sell this place since 2012. Yeah, you could probably get a good deal on it. Probably get it like closer to like two and a half million. Oh, there's another kitchen here with a with a uh -huh. built-in microwave. Okay, now. that's see. better. That's better. so that I see. So that one is like the quick the the party kitchen where yes, like if you're yes. serving guests, you just need a quick. <laughs> that's when Vladimir Putin is over and you want to make some more d'oeuvres real quick. Yeah, he needs his popcorn popped. 
And when Steven Seagal is upset because he he burnt his his uh, barbecue, Poon just walks over, taps him on the shoulder. That <laughs> just says uh, very, gives him a very nice message. Darren, I don't we have worry, that. be happy. <laughs> He's like, it's okay, Steven Seagal. We have great barbecue. Don't worry, be happy. Anybody <laughs> see Richie? <laughs> All right. It's actually much more tasteful than some celebrity houses that I've seen. Clearly had nothing to do with that. She just probably Who celebrity houses have you been to that you didn't like? Bobby Lupo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody know why Richie did Bobby Lupo? A certain piece of shit. <laughs> uh, let me find Jim Brunzel. You ever been Jim. to Jim Brunzel's house? I love Jim Brazil. <laughs> okay, so the first uh, house that comes to mind with when I think tacky, although this isn't really tacky, but like gaudy, I would say more, is Maynard from Tool. Like this is his home. Oh, and it it's just that like Mediterranean vibe. Yeah, and it, it's like like, it th- like this is a bedroom. This oh, is very God. like tacky Florida. No, it's like it's like Gaudiness. Italian vineyard. Yeah, but that a lot of like gaudy Florida ha- mansions look like that. They sort of cop that. How many also, gaudy Florida mansions have you been in, Sid? I haven't Are been in any, but I see them on House Hunters all the time. <laughs> I roll my fucking eyes at that trash. This is also in Arizona, so. Jeez. What? Nice little meditating room. Oh. Yeah, we know he doesn't meditate in there. We know what he does. <laughs> I wasn't sure uh, if I'm allowed to make that joke or not. Yeah, that's as specific as I'll get. <laughs> um, that pool was nice though. But yeah, I'm I, I'm more into a simplistic You're design. More into and, the Steven Seagal look. Yeah, absolutely. And I really like I really like uh, the open floor plan and like having the glass walls. Like the more sunlight, the better. Mm-hmm. This concludes real estate injection. <laughs> real estate hunters. How, I, I, I'm not knocking Sid. House Hunters is a very addictive, like, show. M- yeah. mindless show. It's delightful to judge those people. It's so, and it's so, yeah, it's so funny also to shit on the, the people who are trying to buy the house, like the things that they complain about, like, really? <laughs> like, the fucking crown molding. People are so impressed with fucking crown molding. It does nothing. It's just a little <laughs> extra piece of like fucking plywood on a wall. It does nothing. Why do people care so much about goddamn crown molding? It drives me crazy. Because house hunters told them to. It's. Fucking everybody's in the pocket of big crown molding. I don't get it. <laughs> Shame. Mm. Live you learn. Hate it. What? Well, don't have any in my apartment. But you know what you should have in your apartment? A subscription to our Patreon. <laughs> do we want to talk about uh, our playlist first, though? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about our playlist. You're right. Thank you. Uh, we do have a Spotify playlist called the Metal Injection Livecast Music Break. And uh, and the music break every week. We each pick a song, and you could listen, and you could follow the whole playlist. And we have hours of music there now. You can get the link on the episode page. So, what did everyone pick this week? I picked the first of May because today is the April twenty seventh, and it's about to be the first of May. And it's a song by Jonathan Colton 
about the fun activities that you can do outside uh, when it's springtime. Were you there what with is- us, Darren, when we saw him perform that at Dave Hill's UCB show? Yes. That's right. Fantastic. That was one of the best live shows, comedy yeah. shows I've seen. It's great. The Dave Hill Explosion. <laughs> he also, we also, I don't know, were you there when I, I saw him interview Dick Cavett? I think so, yes. That was, that Also fucking mind. tremendous, yeah. Fantastic. Sid, what did you very, pick? I picked the song Golf Shirt by the late 90s, early 2000s pop punk band Nerf Herder who some of you may know because they did the uh, instrumental theme to the show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But they were also a great self-deprecating funny pop punk band. It's a good song. I remember like every cool kid that used to hang out in the music hall in our high school, Rob, loved that band. Really? There, I, I just remember like all like the cool kids like Nerf Herder. Huh. Nice. And I yeah, think that many hyped. people cared. No, what great. did you pick? I picked the song Gloomy Sunday by Paul Bearer, which is a cover song uh, that was made famous by Billie Holiday. And it was Mm. originally by a Hungarian pianist. And the song... A Hungarian what? Pianist. (laughs) And... uh, P-N-I-S. The song is about... um, some like a, a person who wants to commit suicide after their lover dies, but the original is more about like the um, like like uh, like the tragedy of of war. But there's an urban legend around this song um, that people who commit suicide listen to it. So it's also referred to as the Hungarian suicide song. So wait, like really- that it makes pe- if people listen to it they'll kill themselves it's or the, or that because i would put i would put a muir in that category <laughs> <laughs> all right everyone go listen to the metal injection live cast spotify <laughs> playlist yeah the live cast curse so you want us to lose listeners yeah yeah but uh, the the cool thing about it because you know like there's um there's a lot of talk about billy holiday uh the bbc banned her originally when this song when she did this song and she put it out it was you know like most of her music was very controversial and it took like 60 years for the bbc to lift the ban of her recording of it damn hope she wasn't banned from all bbc's oh i get it i don't <laughs> google bbc <laughs> Go on Pornhub and look that up. Actually, no. Go, yeah, go on Urban Dictionary and Google BBC. Don't just Google BBC. Okay, while I do that, Rob, why don't you tell yeah. us about your pick? Sure, my pick actually was recommended to me oh, by... Oh, I know what it is. I don't even have to look uh... it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Noah, shut that down quick. <laughs> I'm not even going to put the search in. Sorry, Rob. Go ahead. Are you scared, Noah? No, I do want to point out it is a it is a problematic trope. So we don't need to we right. don't need to promote it. Uh, and no so from BBC. <laughs> uh, my pick actually came from a fan who uh, recommended a live cast listener named Chris, uh, who recommended this band Big Black Delta uh, because he said it reminded him. It's a BBD. Yeah. Of, 
Is this on purpose? Like, how did this happen? Uh, the band Big Black Delta, uh, Hugging and Kissing is a song. And he said he, he recommended the song to me because it reminded him of Nightclub, which I got him into. So I was very happy that got him into uh, a nightclub. He, he got into the band Nightclub, which is a wonderful goth rock band that I, I cannot speak their praises enough. Or I guess Did we have a guy on the show on the podcast. Yeah, right? okay. Yes. Yes. A, a live cast alumnus. And uh, so Chris recommended this band and I really liked it. And so I, I figured I would throw it on our live cast playlist. So it's not necessarily it's just metal. a dirty black Delta. <laughs> also, by the way, there is a band called Dirty Black Summer, uh, yeah. which is interesting. Bands which cover bands? No, it's, it's just a it's a band. it's like Godsmack. Nothing to do with Alice in Chains. So, anywho, those are our picks. And uh, before we go, I do want to call out the top live cast fans of the week. I mentioned the Patreon. In addition to our $5 tier, we have a $10 tier, uh, which uh, gives you all the $5 perks. And you get a shout out at the end of the show right now. And I'm going to do this like I'm a hardcore singer. Oh, no. Uh, and and these are my in between songs. It, oh, these are my. This is like you demanding the, the New York Circle Pit. Yeah. All right, Eric. This is your last chance to okay. dance. Away from the mic. Oh, okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, Eric. Did, did you hear that, or did that get blown out? Do I need to give no, Eric a good. second chance? Sir, okay. sir, can I see your permit for this uh, live cast? Uh, oh God, sorry. <laughs> I want to see all the Robert Ganoush, all the Justin, all the Benjamins circle pit for me. This next song is El Dudorino. <laughs> I want to dedicate this next jam to my boy, Dan R. Thank you for bringing me Mindy Mayer's Kipper. <laughs> this next band is called Croc Destroyer. Just Sam. <laughs> then give it up for gender. Give it up for Shasusususits. Give it up for the crustacean sensation. AKA got stopped. I like how you said AKA AKA. AKA. That the K is a G. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Give also, it up for is my. Babka, is Babka still on the couch? No, I think she's probably terrified right now. Okay. No, she's at a table. My, my, <laughs> a gay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Give it up. I want you to take care of all the girls in the pen, including Ash Bozhilov. Don't grab their titties. Go get a date. A lot of titty grabbing, I feel like. Talking about problems. I guess more crowd surfing. Well, I'm saying don't grab their titties. What do you mean? I'm not the one being problematic here. Titties, the problematic words. Yeah, oh, it is? Titties, baby. Breast to udders. Oh, okay. Well, good to know. Uh, make sure to check out our next show. It's in Dallas. <laughs> Playing with Rob of Vampiro. And hey, Hugo, you like tacos? All right. <laughs> we got Lando Diggs, Perilous Patches, 
This next one is called Scooby-Doo 182, and your last chance to dance is Douglas. Who are you, Levison? <laughs> okay, all right. Scooby-Doo 182 does sound like a like a band that New York hardcore members would be in. I mean, not a band, like a gang. Like yeah. what was the what was the the god damn it? There was like some gang that they were all in, but I can't FSU. Fuck shit up. Yeah. Oh, okay. FSU and, and B BTD, I think. Beat them down was another one. I was gonna say the King's Highway Boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The Warriors. The Warriors. All, all right. right. <laughs> That's all for tonight. We will be back. All elite Scooby-Doo. The yeshiva of flat bushwhackers. <laughs> I was in that gang. Flat bushwhackers. And, uh, and I want to. Uh, oh, no. Did you just call Noah a flat bushwhacker? I didn't call her anything. <laughs> I think I called <laughs> myself that, Sid. Oh. Um, I do want to recommend uh, a little homework for everyone for the next week uh, while you wait for the next episode practice a little more Mando and uh, also uh, actually a new bonus episode is coming to our Patreon this Saturday we're doing another episode of the live cast Hall of Fame who, who are we talking about uh, this oh we did a Queen of Vagina we did a very deep dive into her vagina deep dive into vagina <laughs> yes and uh, who were the other ones that we Perp Walk and their song Havana Oh, yes. And we learned so much. Right. And uh, vagina and, uh, ain't handicapped. Yes. Yes. It was a theme of uh, our famous women uh, mimetics on this show. Yes. It's delightful. So honored to wear that. And, uh, and there's plenty of other great stuff. And until then, we're out of here. I love Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Me and my wife are very well trained in Momando. Happy 1st of May. <laughs> <laughs>